The warmest of festive greetings to you, and welcome to Merrily Ever Teaching! <laughs> this is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in a knowledge-rich curriculum using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Rob. I work in a small village school just in Buckinghamshire. I currently teach Key Stage 2, but have worked with all year groups up to Year 6. Hi, I'm Toria, and I'm a Year 4 teacher at a large junior school on the south coast of England. I'm also the host of the Tiny Voices Talks podcast and author of the Tiny Voices Talk book. I'm Caitlin. I'm a Year 1 teacher in a little village school at the opposite end of Buckinghamshire. I've appeared on Tori's podcast and I'm a contributor to her book. Hi, I'm Nicola and I teach in a school in Southampton. I've taught all year groups and also worked with teachers at Teacher Training College. Hi, I'm Bex. I have experience teaching across the primary schools so all the way from early years to year six. I've also been a deputy head and I also train trainee teachers. And today we are exploring what music we can make with a Christmas folktale from Mexico. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for The Forbidden Christmas. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator as of December 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback, brightly illustrated by the fabulous Mario Coelho, hopefully in time for Christmas if you're really, really quick. Don't worry if you missed that though, as you can also order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon, and Epic Educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. In fact, let's take a moment to thank everyone who's signed up to be an Epic Educator so far, because by doing so, you are also supporting this podcast, so we can keep sharing these off-the-shelf lesson ideas every single week. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with everybody here, as well as Lola and the Donkey Don Pedro. And we are going to be doing some music in a moment. My mulled wine is getting very cold now, so I'm going to very quickly hand over to Caitlin to explore ages four to seven music learning outcomes so I can actually drink some of it. Caitlin, what, what, what do you have for us? The story's got quite a lot of music in it already there's songs sort of woven through it so mm. i think there's definitely a place to sort of tie music with mfl a little bit and have a go you know maybe i can imagine it being a bit of a car crash with my year ones but potentially <laughs> year twos could could give it a go i'm not sure it's nearly christmas so we'll just give it a go anyway <laughs> primarily i was thinking about oh, getting out different musical instruments and creating maybe some sound effects to go with the story as it's being told so thinking uh-huh. about like donkey hooves, the processions sort of footsteps, that kind of thing. So bringing in bits mm. of, sort of body percussion as well. It brings another dimension to the storytelling to sort of have the music during the story. Mm. And create those soundscapes as well. Yeah, definitely. And you can also look at sort of musical instruments, typically Mexican musical instruments, and bring those in as well as sort of any musical instruments that you might have access to in school. 
I think one of the great things about percussive musical instruments, apart from the fact that they are one of the most basic and easy to use types of instruments ever, is that they also have a bit of a, a festival feel, don't they? And you can imagine taking them along with you as you're going on a procession. Everybody else in the school will hear what you're doing. Oh, and they'll absolutely love it. You know, children stomping along <laughs> a corridor with their instruments. Yeah, everybody's going to love that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come and join in, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a school-wide party going. It'll be great. Excellent. And and Toria, if if that procession were to wind up at your end of the school for ages seven to eleven, would you join in? Oh gosh, yes. So my whole theory is that I know that when you teach the song, Chip, you do it with their actions, and I think that's fabulous. And I think actually for Key Stage Two, that's perfect because they can learn the actions, they can learn the song, mm. and so on. And I think it lends itself beautifully to that. Well, it has that MFL connection. Children will actually understand understand what they're singing. I really love the way the final verse is in English. The, in the video, in the, yes. In the video. Yeah. And, and, and in the story, story actually, yeah. Both of them are done mm. in English and I think that's fantastic because then what I wondered was whether the children could actually begin to develop their own verses themselves because the actual tune is wonderfully, I want to say repetitive, it's, it's, a, it's a simple tune to actually learn for children then to develop their own verses with it. And Nicola's worked on poetry in English, so actually develop that poetry link with music. I must admit, I, I, I do like the way round that we've got it in the story, but I do wonder though, actually, whether it might be better to start with them all in English and then move on to the Spanish. I think potentially that might be good. Yeah? Mm. I don't know. Is, is that something that you guys are going to come on to tomorrow with the MFL, Rob and Caitlin? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, apart from the little suggestion I had about singing the song, i got to say no. That's good. Well, we'll come back to that tomorrow then. Um, Nicola or Rob, do you want to chime in on the music side of things? Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, that, that really wasn't intentional. <laughs> I wish I could be wittier and come up with something that just equally came back, but I'm not there. I was going to say, with the, well, certainly from the MFL side of things, if you actually had the song in the background when the children are making a Christmas card or doing something else, they could become more familiar with it anyway and the language hmm. and actually that familiarity will then help them to remember the words so that's one way of perhaps getting them further on with knowing the song in Spanish than, than they would have done. I mean, I guess that, that works with Christmas music in general because, I mean, there are loads of Christmas songs that I know the words to and I, I have no idea how. They must have just reached me subliminally as I was going around the Christmas shops or, or doing my Christmas shopping. They could even make some sort of like mini sort of TikTok type video, couldn't they, where they've got that in the background and they, they do some sort of dance to it. It could be, it could be <laughs> catching. It could be something that you know, goes viral maybe. Caitlin, are you wanting to jump in there? Um, no, no, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just thinking of a class full of children making up their own TikTok dances to Christmas songs. I think that would be great fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've made some really good there's some um, there's some really good apps you can get where you have the song you kind of take shots and then you freeze it and then it goes into the next shot and I've made some brilliant Christmas videos with children and shared them with the school before and they absolutely love it and it's not hard to do as long as you're you've got as I say you've downloaded the song and then you you make the video it actually could be quite quite a fun thing to do and it would link <sighs> say really well to the story too would you be able to share some of those apps with us to put in our resources yes I will make a note of that Thank you. Thinking about the singing, you, you could, like we were saying, have it playing in the background, the song in the story, but then you could also, again, linking it to MFL, learn parts of a carol in your target language that you teach at school. So if you do Spanish at school, then that leads itself 
nicely to this but if you don't if you do french then having a look at different carols that are sung in french i know silent night is quite mm-hmm. often the same tune and the, the, like the mm-hmm. words are basically the same but it's just obviously in a foreign language yeah and of course it being a, a foreign language song to start with they could just try turning the posada into lots of different languages yeah yeah the great thing as well is there's google translate so any of these songs you can put into google translate and actually see well hopefully what, or what they mean if google translate is accurate but it just gives yes, you a, a yeah. different um opening a different ability to explore health, language. health and safety warning though be careful with google translate because it yes sometimes <laughs> takes it out of context and yes i was gonna say so, yeah. yeah you might have to mm-hmm. google it first do it first at home or yeah. at school before yeah. you actually share it with children absolutely yeah. you don't want to make that mistake yeah but I hope what the story does with this one is give a real sense of the context before you meet the Spanish words. And obviously in the video, I do go through each of the meanings before I start teaching the actions and the song. So I think you've got a a fair few ways to explore the song. And we'll obviously be coming back to our foreign languages tomorrow. Let's move on then by finishing for today with another Christmas cracker joke? I, don't, I mean, I don't know whether you've got a musical one. Oh, oh Nicola, you, you've got your hand up. Are you wanting to... I do. I have one. Oh, this, go this for it. This is rare for me. I'm the person <laughs> that my partner bought me a, a, was it the cheesiest jokes ever pack because I d- had no jokes. So I have those in my classroom <laughs> ready to share at any point with my class. But anyway, what do they sing at a snowman's birthday party? Oh, I know, but I'm not going to say. I'll let someone else. Are you going to sing it, Rob? <laughs> okay. Can you sing it? I, I can do. Freeze okay, a jolly good fellow. Freeze <laughs> a jolly good fellow. Freeze a jolly good fellow. And I'll say all of us. Yay. <laughs> Sorry, Brilliant. that joke. But you know what? It's Christmas. We've got to be cheesy. Talking of their, doing it in cold weather, there's one carol which is particularly well known in the desert. Do you know what it is? In the desert? In the desert, yeah. Ooh. Oh, camel, ye faithful. That's sadly all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy knowledge-rich learning in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Lola and Don Pedro will help us teach modern foreign languages. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon! soon.